Hello, beautiful people. My name is Golden, and I am a part of the Fire Realm movement. For more free resources, don't hesitate to stop by our website. That is www.firerealmglobal.com. In case you didn't know, I am a music artist, and I love spreading love and positivity all around the world. My EPK is called Golden from Death to Life. You can check it out on our website or on all major platforms. And especially in this trying time, if you're hurting or you're in a need of prayer, please don't hesitate to send us an email. That is info at gmail.com. Until then, please be safe and be blessed. Facebook, good morning Periscope, good morning Instagram. All right, how's everybody doing this morning? Hope you're having a blessed, blessed day. I'm Jason Hunt here with my wife Golden, and I hope you're having an awesome, awesome Sunday. Hey, what's going on? What's going hey. on? What's going on? See people jumping on, jumping on. Hey, hey what's going thank on? You. What's going on? Um, I see people jumping on, jumping on. Uh, thank everybody for jumping on this morning. Remember, if you're on Periscope, or Instagram or Facebook uh, to just leave some hearts, uh, share this broadcast with whoever's on your feed so we can get right into it. All right, so I hope you're having a great, great Sunday, you guys. Uh, we are here in Miami, Florida, for those that's joining us online. Uh, you can check out our face, uh, Facebook, Instagram, follow us on um, social media, also on our website, it's firerealmglobal.com, F-I-R-E-R-E-A-L-M, global.com. And we got tons and tons of videos, y'all. We got videos. We also have uh, messages that you can download through podcasts. And we want to send you a free gift. If you, uh, if you also donate or if you want to be a part of the Fire Realm and you want to be a part of what God's doing here, you enjoy the message, you've been seeing change in your life, you've been seeing breakthrough in your life, uh, we want to hear from you. Send us a prayer request. Uh, let us know that you want to be a part of uh, the Fire Realm here and we want to send you a free resource. It's the Wisdom Collection. I don't know about you, but I have bumped my head a couple of times in my life. <laughs> and... Um, and God has helped me to navigate through those obstacles by getting wisdom. So important. Wisdom is so important. You know, there's a lot of people when it comes to their finances, when it comes to their relationships, when it comes to their lives, and they're wondering, why is it that I can't uh, get forward financially? Why is it that I can't hear from God spiritually? Why is it I still have these same issues, baggage from my past, whether it's I'm still sick, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm still in my situation. And it's because of wisdom, mm. the lack of wisdom. The Bible says the beginning of all wisdom is to fear the Lord. You got to first recognize that, God, I got a problem and yeah. I need a step-by-step -step solution to how to get my life changed and how to get my um, situation changed. So we want to send you that. The Wisdom Collection is a bunch of messages tied into uh, one. It's a bundle. Send your emails and we want to send it to you absolutely free free of charge and we want to hear that it has changed your life because wisdom has changed my life my oh, wife's yeah. life our business life our every area of our lives so many people think that god is just focused on your spiritual life no he's not he's focused on your uh, on your spiritual life he, he's focused on your mental mm -hmm. your your uh your emotional yeah your your physical life your financial life your marriage your relationships mm. your future husband your future wife he's concerned about these things and he has an answer in what he wants to say so you can see results and blessings in those areas so uh so you know so send us uh you know a message if you want that absolutely free and uh, also, as an announcement for those who don't know, my wife's album is out that you can download Golden from Death to Life. All right, you want to talk about that, sweetheart? <laughs> Jump on in. <laughs> Self explanatory Golden from Death to Life, man. I was broke, busted, and disgusted. I was broken. I mean, both of my parents were murdered. You know, I've been literally on my own since I was 17. I was a young teenage mother and I had no hope for my life. There was no such thing for hope. So I used to live every day like it was my last. I did what I want. 
I went where I want. I don't got shot at. I don't almost died like seven times. But if but if it wasn't for God, man, if it wasn't for God that kept me alive when I almost died, if it wasn't for God that resurrected my self-esteem, if it wasn't for God that that resurrected my mental, hallelujah, if it wasn't for God that resurrected even my physical, because, you know, I was one of the girls with the short shorts, with all, just walking around like a little hoochie. God gave me class. God Amen. gave me purity. Hallelujah. I was seven and a half years celibate before I even uh, got with my husband. The first day we kissed was on our wedding day, oh, and we was engaged man. for two years. Two Thank and a half years two years? Two years. Two and a half years. <laughs> two and a half of the I flesh. I remember how many years <laughs> that was. That was a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't by our strength. It wasn't by our might. It was by God's love. When you recognize who yeah. you are, and when you see how much God sacrificed for you, and, and he be, when he began to renew your mind, and he began to let you know, listen, you're royalty, you know, you you are a queen, you are a king, then there's something inside of you that wouldn't settle for nothing less. And you know what? I just got tired of the tired dudes trying to step in my DMs, trying to take me out and only want really one thing. And I was like, no, I'm more than that. You know, I want I want someone with the same mindset, with the same love for God. And that's so important. If you are out there and you, you know what I'm saying, you're single and you and you're saved and you won't really want that significant other, I guarantee you your first prayer should be, Lord, let him love you yeah. more than he will ever love me. Why? Because God is love. Same thing for you fellas out there. If that girl, you love her, but she don't really love God, and if she'll betray God, if she'll lie to God, if she'll if she'll disrespect God, if she wouldn't spend no time with God, the one who gave her breath, the one who gave yeah. her life, the one who made sure that she woke up in her right mind, the one who gave her eyes to see, if she don't respect her creator, it's no way she don't respect, give you the respect that you want. So that's also very important, especially if you're a child of God. Remember, kingdom, God's kingdom simply means God's way of doing things. So, you know, like I said, he resurrected my, my mental. He healed me from my, my past, my, my brokenness. You know, even being molested as a young child from 7 to 11 years old, I was molested by someone that I love, love, still love, you know, because of the love of God within me. And I have forgiven, but I'm trying to show you something. That there's people out there, you have been gone, you've been dealing with mental issues, emotional in, uh, issues, physical issues, and I'm letting you know right now, golden from death to life is not a joke. I've been saved for over 13 years. God, I was out here wilding out, and God gave me peace in my life. He gave me joy in my life. Remember, that God's, a relationship with God comes with evidence. It's a lot of people out here, they preaching. It's a lot of people out here, they going to these churches. But where is the power of God now? What has God done for you? What are the, 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 the miraculous things that has happened in your life that you can say it was nothing but God? That it was nothing but God. And let me tell you, before we go into um the word, because this, this is so heavy on my heart. And if you think that Satan ain't real or Satan is not a real, oh, he's real. And whatever issue that you're struggling with, whatever it be low self-esteem, whether if it be fornication, whether if, whether if it be lying, stealing, whatever it is, whatever you feel like you want to come up out of, I guarantee you, if you're not saved, it is a spirit, a demon spirit behind it. Let me give you proof. When I literally almost died because I had to have surgery, the nurse, she kept giving me, um, she almost, almost overdosed on morphine. Okay, this is serious, y'all. And because I was in so much pain after my, my surgery. And I was like, why does this lady just keep coming, putting this morphine in my, my, um, my um, IV? So to make the long story short, I died, y'all. And guess what I saw in my sin? Two demons 
literally celebrating but not in the celebrating like whoo they were like yeah we almost got her she almost did she almost coming with us forever and that right there was one of the things that i could say that i that i know without a shadow of a doubt that happened to me and and i'm letting you know right now don't just think you're living for yourself. If you're not living for God, you live it for somebody else and it's not you. Because guess what? There's You want more for your life. <laughs> you want to do things in life, but you keep finding yourself with roadblocks. I'm telling you what that roadblock is. That devil got you in a prison and he don't want you to get out. But, I can, but you can be free today by the power of God. So that's what Golden From Death to Life is all about. The compilation is coming. I have also a book that tells my story in depth. I'm talking about I've seen angels. I've seen all type of interferences of God. And I know for some of you, you're watching, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That um, God is real. He has shown you how many times that you could have been done, but he kept you alive for a reason. So that's all I want to just say to y'all, man. You know, check yeah, it out. That's a powerful, it's a powerful, powerful story. Uh, if you haven't seen the music video, go on YouTube or go to the link in um, on, on the um, on the website and check out the Young Girl music video. It's about a young girl mm -hmm. who contracted HIV, uh, AIDS, and um, and also became pregnant at the same time. Uh, how many of you guys you've heard of those situations? People who have contracted sexually transmitted diseases by just having a one night stand or just uh, sleeping with somebody or somebody who was married and he was cheating on you know the wife or the husband whatnot and they contracted the virus well we want to bring some awareness to that you know I've 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 seen young people I've, I've used to t teach in uh, the school system mm -hmm. as well uh, with uh, teenagers and uh, high school and I've seen what it looks like I've seen uh, you know teenagers uh, young adults with uh, with sexually transmitted diseases, pregnancy, oh my God. emotional damage. You know, some even say, "Hey, you know, because of I got my heart so broken, I'm gonna start going to uh, to uh, I'm, a, I'm a woman. I'm gonna start dating other women." Mm -hmm. Or same thing with a man. You know, so it's real, mm -hmm. and these are some real issues. So we want to bring some awareness about it, support it, uh, go and um, and um, and buy the album it's available on all the streams or you can send us a message if you're having trouble with uh finding it so um but i want to talk about something and me and my wife it's it's so it's so real that you know we're dealing with some real issues in our lives you're seeing real issues that you're going through in your life now some of us it's 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 a reason why these reoccurring cycles mm. keep happening some of us, you're dealing with what's called generational curses. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, I, I believe it's strong in my heart to talk about this because someone need to hear this. That if you're noticing a reoccurring cycle with yourself, with your family, uh, you're noticing a reoccurring cycle where it's like your, your, your grandfather dealt with this, your dad dealt with this, and now the same issue is happening in your life. Mm -hmm. For, whether it's Gang violence, drug addiction, uh, uh, divorce, uh, poverty, you know, always struggling, you know, always on food stamps. You get what I mean? These type of cycles, you need to really ask yourself a question that why is this cycle, it's been happening in my family or it's been happening in my life for over 50 years, 40 years, whatever that period of time is. That's not normal. Right. And, and, and God's word says it's not normal. Come on now. Matter of fact, you know what God calls those things? And for those on uh, in, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Periscope, wherever you're watching it, God calls those things generational curses. My Lord. Why does he call them generational curses? Because a curse means misfortune. Mm -hmm. It means, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 something bad. You know, it's like a bad cycle. Mm -hmm. You know, so why does God cause these things? Because God, he has blessings mm -hmm. and he has cursings. And the Bible says that God speaks truth. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the God of truth. So so if you're noticing a reoccurring cycle of just bad things, you got to step back and ask yourself a question. 
Is it more than what I'm seeing with my eyes? And is there a spiritual issue taking place that I'm not being aware of? And, and that spiritual issue is what the Bible calls generational curses. Mm -hmm. and, 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 those, and I've seen it from, in people's lives. And God has brought you here today so you can break the curse. Yeah. So you can break the cycle. But you can't break it by yourself. You're going to need God to do it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to need to take God seriously because it doesn't matter how much money you have. Come on. It doesn't matter how much fame you have. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you're dealing with a generational curse and a spiritual issue in your life and you don't use spiritual weapons that the word of God gives you mm -hmm. to break the generational curses so they can turn into generational blessings, Come on. you will continue to deal with that same cycle. And, uh, and I want to highlight that today because I believe that's why God has brought you here today. Mm -hmm. That's why you're hearing what we're talking about today. The reason why my wife can talk about how she has went through so much mm -hmm. and been able to navigate through that, including myself. I've been through some things as well, you know, drugs and alcohol and all those things. But but the reason why I was able to break the cycle in my life mm. is because I, I, I got close to God and I found out what his word was. We found out what his word was mm. and we said, God, no, we're going to... We don't, we're no longer going to allow generational curses to flow in our lives. We're going to take this thing seriously and start imp, imp, uh, 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 applying to our lives generational blessing. Right. We're going to start walking into the blessings of God. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it's been over, it's been over 15 years mm -hmm. that I've been, uh, 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 any of that lifestyle, myself and my wife, have entered any of that lifestyle. We have been changed. And 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 thanks thanks be to God, even our our, our children and never have to know what we have went through yeah. growing up. So so this is real. Some of us you're in fear because of those generational curses. Mm. But let me give you some good news today. That God wants to give you generational blessing. Yes. God wants to institute generational blessing in your life, your finances your relationships, every, areas, all areas of your life. But he's saying, you got to pay attention first to the problem. Yeah. You got to first recognize that I have a problem. And if you don't recognize that you have a problem, the doctor can't help you. Mm. See, if you got a stomach condition and you don't recognize that you have a stomach condition, how can the doctor uh, prescribe the medication? All right. So God, he brought you to this so you can get the medication. So you want to open up in prayer? Yeah, we're going to open up in prayer. And, yeah, we're uh, going to open up in prayer. And I want to say this. And you cannot medicate it with the wrong antidote. In other words, you cannot. You see all these problems in your life. You can't sleep. You can't focus. You know, you, you don't have no self-control. You're about to lose your mind. And you can't continue to use, for example, drugs to numb the pain. You can't constantly continue to drink yourself, you know, into oblivion to numb the pain. Because when that high is over, trust me, I've been there. When that high is over, it, the next day comes, the problems is still there. And you need to be able to understand first that you are spiritual before you are a natural being. All you, all you are is a, just a spirit covered with flesh. And you, if you have a spiritual issue, you have a spiritual condition, then you need to fight it in the spirit. And remember, God is love and he is spirit. And Jesus came. He came in to die for you. He came to die for that hurt, that pain, that, that resentment, that anger, that unforgiveness. He came. He bared all of that on his body. All, his blood is sufficient for you. So we just going to open up in prayer. I just thank God for, for, what, for what he's doing um, this morning. So, Father God, we come before you, Lord, and we just first and foremost ask you to forgive us for anything that could be mis mispleasing to you, Father God. For you are out there, I want you to join with me in this prayer and just ask the Lord to forgive you for anything that you could have done knowingly and unknowingly that it was displeasing to him, Every, any sin in Jesus' name. 
So, Father God, we just pray over, over this meeting today, this gathering today. We thank you for all the watchers, all the visitors online, Lord God. Father, we ask that you will con uh, come in like a whirlwind, Father God, that every person under the sound of my voice, Father God, I pray that they will never be the same. I release supernatural encounters with you. Lord, I break the bondage, the curse right now in Jesus' name for those who have are receiving your word for those who are repenting even right now for those father god that are even that are even not saved and just hearing this for the first time say you know i've heard the gospel i've heard the gospel before but i've never heard it like this then if that's you i just want you to repeat after me and say father god i come to you i am a sinner I ask you to forgive me for my sins. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose for me. I believe in you, Lord, and I want you to come into my heart and into my life and be Lord and King. I'm tired of myself. I'm done. I want to turn away from my wrongdoing. If that was you, the Bible says in Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth, you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and he rose from the dead, then you will be saved. Try it. Go to Romans 10, 9, and I guarantee you that if you pray that prayer, you're saved, but it doesn't end there. You have to get to uh, the, the, the unadulterated gospel, a Bible preaching uh, a ministry fire around we we mentor we just shoot us an email and continue your journey don't let it stop here a lot of people think oh i was saved when i was five i was baptized when i was five well if you're not living how um living your uh, life for christ now you're not saved so even if you've been baptized even if you've been saved as young you have to continue the journey the bible says that um, he, he that endures to the end shall be saved. So, Father God, we just thank you for every single person that has prayed that prayer. We want to hear from them, Lord, after the service in Jesus' name. And for those who are coming for an answer, for those who are saved and are coming for an answer, Lord, we saturate this place, Father God, with your Holy Spirit. We anoint, Father God. We pray over the, the, the messenger today, Lord God, and we just thank you. We worship you. We praise you. There's none like you, God. You are are a powerful God and your a relationship with you father God comes with evidence we thank you for that evidence today that every single one of you every single person listen under the sound of my voice even after this video is recorded that your relationship with Christ will come as evidence and a testimony to the world that God is real and he is alive in Jesus name we thank you amen 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 so we're going to continue in what we were uh, talking about as far as the laws of the kingdom of God. Now, just like any law, if you break a law, there's consequences. Mm -hmm. If you obey a law, there's consequences too. And those consequences, a lot of us, we don't, when we, you know, if you, you know, there's lawbreakers out there who, who break laws and they... It's, it's joyful for the time, but when the result comes from breaking the law, the reward comes, they don't like the reward. And it's the same thing spiritually. You can't think that if you're breaking God's laws that everything's going to go good for you. Why? Because you're breaking God's laws. And we, we were talking about uh, sacrifice and reward, that there are laws in God's kingdom for God to bring a reward in your life. Many people, and hear what I'm saying, many people want a reward from God, right? Everybody wants, Everybody wants the God. good reward from God. But, but those same people don't want to obey God's laws that can bring about good rewards yes, through their lives. Yes, yes. They want to they wanna credit God and say, oh, you know, you know, God bless me with this or God bless me with that. They want to credit God when it's for their benefit. Mm -hmm. But they don't want to but they don't want to obey God where where it's a continual flow of God's blessing, God's favor, God's reward in their lives. Matter of fact, the Bible says this God is good to those who believe in him, to those who sin against him, or to those who obey him. Mm -hmm. He's good to all men. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. Mm -hmm. So in other words, whether 
whether you believe in God, whether you don't, whether you're a sinner or you're, uh, uh, you're saved. The Bible says he, he's good to all men. Matter of fact, rain comes to people who are, who are evil. The rain comes and, and waters their, the, the grass of their field. You know, they got grass in front of the house. God who created the, the rain, he, water, he gets it water. And they're like, oh, I have a beautiful yard. That doesn't mean that they're saved. So, so, so even though, yes, God has set up this world and things like that, and he's good to all men, but check this out. But, but if that person, if that person who, just like I said, you know, is a sinner, if they want to see a flow of God's character in their lives, to love their wives, to love their, hus their, 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 their husbands, if that person, whoever they is, whoever they are, if they want to see a flow of God's power to love, to be patient, it, it, whether it's in their relationships or, or family, if they want to see that, that's when they need to repent. They need to, they need to follow God's, yeah, ask for forgiveness, follow God's way, follow God's law so they can come into God's reward. Why am I making that distinction? Because a lot of us out there, you know, we see, oh, a person there, oh, they're being blessed. We call them being blessed, but they're not saved. That's not blessing. Mm -hmm. That's what the Bible calls God making it rain on the just as well as the unjust. You can get a level of success without God. Yeah. But that doesn't mean God is with you. That doesn't mean you can take that money with you when you die. Yeah, that's that don't mean that uh, you may have a good relationship with your spouse. But if that spouse dies without Christ, even though you love them, mm -hmm. and they, but they stand before God without accepting Jesus, God will not let them into heaven. Yeah. Because they have not received Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Okay. So, 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 yeah, God... He's good to all men. That doesn't mean that you're necessarily enjoying the rewards of righteousness. There the rewards rewards. of the scripture. Right. What God calls rewards. Right. I'll give you some, I'll show you, we're going to piggyback on what I was talking about last week. We were talking about Abraham. How Abraham, he, he, he served God, right? And he came, he found out about God's reward system. God's reward system was this. When you sacrifice, God gives you a reward. Mm -hmm. When you sacrifice for God, God in turn releases his reward and his power in your life. And we were talking about how many people don't, they want the reward from God, but they don't want to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. They want the rewards of righteousness, holiness, but they don't want to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So let me, let me give you an example. They want the reward of what my wife mentioned of a good uh, of a great marriage. You know, you've heard our purity uh, relationship. How we waited till marriage for sex, engaged for two and a half years, didn't kiss till our wedding day. Many people hear that and they say, "Oh, I want that." But what did we do? Well, I was sacrificing for ten years. Ten years, I was celibate. I no woman, you know, I was in premarital sex ten years as a man. And I was coming from a lifestyle with three or four women at one time in relationship, right? That's My wife, That's seven and a half years, she was celibate before we got together, right? That is supernatural. That is a sacrifice lifestyle. So now when we are, I was talking to, we was talking to a guy uh, recently at a, at, a, at, a, at a store and he was in shock because he was like, oh, you've been married for, he was a, you know, his older man, 40 years, 40 years plus. He's, he heard about how long we've been married, six years, faithful. He was in shock because he said, oh, man, you know, I'm trying to get where, you're, where you guys are because it didn't last two years for me. And he called this person his best friend. On his wedding day, he, you know, he did all the right things. He didn't, he could, he, he really didn't understand why he got, he went through that divorce. So, so he's seen the reward. I'm just using that as an example. He's seen the reward of faithfulness, but it took sacrifice. Hallelujah. And you got to get that out there. If you want God to reward you in any area of your life, your emotions. Your relationship, your finances, your spiritual life. You have to understand 
that God is going to require a level of sacrifice from you. Mm -hmm. He's going to require it. So, so, so that's what Abraham did. Abraham understood God's laws concerning sacrifice and reward. That's a law. Can I say something? And also, I wanted to share this, because when you hear sacrifice, right, you like, oh, man, God just want me to suffer, you know, in order to receive anything good from him. That's not what, what it means, really and truly, because the Bible says that God will give is the strength in your weaknesses. We're talking about a supernatural power through your relationship with God. As I began to mention to you about even my stance, I was, thank you, I wasn't able to do any of the things that I'm able to do now if it wasn't for the strength of God. Remember, some of us, you want to love those who love you, but you, you don't have the tools, right? Remember, a relationship with God is a fair exchange. You give him your hurt, he gives you his love. And he gives you, remember, you can't give what you, what you don't have. So as your relationship, yeah. you begin to grow with your relationship with God, he begins to give you his love to give exceedingly and abundantly. We're not talking about natural things here. We're not talking about, uh, oh, because there's some people, you know, they stay celibate. And I've heard a lot of, you know, I, I listen to a lot of women and stuff saying, oh, I'm, I, I am celibate, but I don't believe in Jesus Christ. I don't believe you need um, a supernatural power to do that. But a lot of those women, they, they have their toys, the dildos, they masturbate them. Um, they, I mean, they think about sex all day long. Some of them even turn to women. That's not the super power, supernatural power of God. God will clean your mind. God will give you a pure perspective. You don't have to masturbate. You don't have to um, even go to the opposite sex to say, oh, I'm just not going to be with a man right, or a woman right now. You know, th that's what we're talking about. Not only abstaining from um, sex, but having a desire to want to do so. To say, you know what, I want to be an example. I want to show my children the, uh, uh, the impossible. I want to show them just how much they are valuable and what to look for in life. I want to not only love my brother in Christ before um, we actually got married, but I want to show him that I'm, I love him. I don't want to uh, slay him or, uh, you know, or devalue him because he had a certain standard and also I had a certain standard. So what we're talking about here is not natural things. <laughs> we're talking about the Holy Spirit coming into your heart, into your life and giving you that power and desire to want better for your life. That's all we're talking about today. The power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit through example, through experience. We're not just telling you something that we don't know. So um, continue on what you were saying about the, the blessing and the... So, um, so yeah, so we're, we're going we're gonna to look into some scriptures and actually see the, how, how, this, how this looks, how this works. We're going to also review and uh, we're going to, like I said, Abraham is is a prime example mm. of how he followed this law mm. and you can see the results of what happened in his life so Genesis chapter 12 verses 1 through 9 and we're gonna go on to uh, scripture I hope you have taken notes and Please. you got your Bibles because I believe this is life-changing this is what some of us you've been praying about you've been asking God about you've been wondering about Lord how can I solve this problem in my life well we're, this is this is messages for you genesis chapter 12 starting at 1 through 9 the lord has said to abram go from your country your people and your father's household to the land i will show you i will make you into a great nation and i will bless you i will make your name great and you will be a blessing so watch this the first thing he did i mentioned this last week was he had to separate he had to separate from what he was used to. He had to separate from his family, what he was connected to. That's symbolic. Sometimes when God is calling you to a new place and he's calling you into his, into his ways of doing things, his kingdom, you have to separate yourself. Why? Because some of us, you are in toxic environments. Mm -hmm. You're in toxic relationships, toxic places in your life toxic places that you go and you got to separate yourself in order for you to to get into something new it's a principle you gotta 
disconnect yourself. You know, uh, I call it, um, uh, uh, one of our mentors called it the law of adaptation, mm. where, where, where if you're in an environment for so long of toxicity, mm -hmm. you yourself, you adapt to that environment. So you got to get into a new environment right. so you can adapt to that new environment. If you are so used to an environment of cursing, lack, uh, a toxic a toxic environment that's what you're going to reproduce in your life so you got to get out of that environment and get into some of us you need some of us you need to get out of certain mindsets in churches mm. some of us you're not in good churches in other words some churches you're in it's it, 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 it's you know churches where it, it's just stagnant religion mm. where you don't you, you're not learning how to hear the voice of God for yourself you're not seeing results in your spiritual life. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing results in your friendships, in your character. You may have to pray about, Lord, lead me to a ministry that I can behold, according to Second John chapter. Uh, I'm sorry, Second John, where beloved, I, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. Mm -hmm. That Lord, lead me where my soul can prosper, mm -hmm. where and other areas of my life can prosper as well. So that's what Abraham did. God got him out of his environment into what? An environment of blessing, mm -hmm. an environment of of of, of becoming greater. Mm -hmm. move, let's move on. Okay, verse 3. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan and they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreh of Sheshem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. Now, if you notice, Abraham started going on a journey with God. Mm. He started being led by God and, and letting God lead him, but he went on a journey with the Lord. And that's how it is when you're following after God. As mm -hmm. God brings you to new places in your life, new environments, you start to uh, uh, start to have a, more of an understanding of what it is to serve God. You're going on a journey. You're learning more about yourself. You're learning how to love yourself. Mm -hmm. You're learning how to be led by God. You're learning how to how to follow the ways and laws of God. Mm -hmm. So, so you are on a journey. Mm -hmm. So don't be, be, be reject. Don't reject the process of God. Mm -hmm. Some of us, you don't like the journey, but you're, but you're going somewhere. Right. That's how it is when you're going somewhere. You're not in one place. You're not staying in one place. God is taking you somewhere. So, in you knowing that God is taking you somewhere, what happens when we get afraid in those circumstances, in those situations? Because we don't want to give up our control. Oh, that's a good one. See, you're so used to controlling your life. Now that God is in control, now you're seeing the fear. You're seeing the struggle you have. Ooh, Why? Boy. Because you're not used to God taking you on a journey. So you got to let go of your control, just like Abraham. Hmm. But let's move on further and see what Abraham did as he began to let God take control. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, to your offspring I will give this land so he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him from there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east there he built an altar to the Lord and called the name on the name of the Lord and Abram set out and continued toward the Negev so I want to highlight two things. First, he built an altar. Mm -hmm. Then he built a tent. What does that mean? When he built an altar, meaning that he recognized mm. God is in control. My God. And he was establishing something in his life. 
He was establishing, Lord, you're in control. I'm going to build an altar, a place of sacrifice, a place where I can offer up to you. So then he built a tent. What does a tent mean? That a tent is something that's mobile. Once you build it, you can pick it up and you can go. Keep moving. You can keep moving. <laughs> so that showed that he expected that God wasn't going to leave him there. Glory to God. And some of us, you got to understand that you are in this body, which is like a tent. Mm. You're just passing through this life. You're not always going to be in the same place. God is taking you somewhere. He's taking you what? To heaven. Mm -hmm. Okay? He's leading you somewhere. He has a plan for your life. So in this momentary situation you may be dealing with, know that God is taking you somewhere. He's not going to leave you there. Mm -hmm. You need to... You need to understand that you're in a tent. Your life is, is, you know, we're here today, gone tomorrow. God is continuing moving in your life. He's not going to just leave you right there. Mm. Because he has a plan for you. A plan to bless you. A plan to lead you like Abraham. Mm -hmm. So, as Abraham is being led by God, right? And God is, God is teaching him along the way about himself. Let's see what else begins to happen. We're going to go to Genesis 15, verses 1 through, let me grab it here, 1 through 6, Genesis 15, 1 through 6, and it says, the Lord's, the, the Lord's covenant with Abraham, covenant, what does covenant mean? Covenant is an agreement, yeah. it's a contract. It's as strong as a marriage, a, a, you know, where, where there's an exchanging of blood. That's why marriage is so sacred. Because when they have a child together and they create a child, that child was birthed through a blood covenant. Yeah. The wife's blood and the husband's blood, when it comes together through, through, through uh, uh, sex or whatnot, through mating, right? A child is birthed. Mm -hmm. A human being, another life is created because of that agreement from the husband and the wife. That's why marriage is so sacred. That's why marriage is so important. Marriage is just something, you know, we because we live in America and we're so used to our microwave marriages today. Oh, you, you, you get married one day, you divorce the other day. But God, who created marriage never established it like that marriage is sacred marriage is so important that that the bible says even if you were to cheat on your husband or your wife you deserve death that's what the bible says the bible says in the old testament when people were caught cheating on their husbands and wives they said get that person before the people and let the people pick up stones so they can stone that person to death because they broke the agreement. And then not only did that person destroy that spouse and destroy the marriage and that spouse's emotional state of being, that person who cheated destroyed a family. That husband, that wife, the children, all those people were affected because of one decision. So God took marriage very seriously. And, 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 and when he, God talked about his covenant, his relationship with Abraham, he said, Abraham, it's like, it's, like, it's like a marriage I'm having with you. I'm having a covenant with you. I'm dead serious about our, our relationship and about um, our agreement I'm about to make with you. Look what God began to, began to uh, talk about Abraham, talk to Abraham about. Go ahead. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your very great reward. Oh, man, praise God. And Abraham said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer, Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, you have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. So here's Abraham's concern. He's like, I'm following after God. I'm going on a journey with God. I separated myself from my family. I did everything God's telling me to do. But where's my reward? That's what Abraham was saying. 
And here's what Abraham wanted his reward to be. He was like, okay, Lord, you've made me wealthy, very wealthy. You know, I'm a, I'm, at his time, he was like a millionaire, billionaire. I don't, you know, around there, very wealthy. And he's saying, if I die, I have no children to pass down my, uh, my wealth to. Yeah. And he was concerned about that. And he's like, Lord, I can't have children. Me and my, my wife, we can't God. have children. We're concerned about this real life situation. Have you ever been there? You felt like, Lord, yes, I heard about following you or I want to follow you or I'm following you. But I'm concerned about this area of my life. This thing is bothering me, God. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like you're ignoring me about this situation. Mm -hmm. And Lord... What are you saying about this situation? I need your help. This is how Abraham felt. So God is not trying to be, be rough on some of us. Mm -hmm. He's not trying to just make your life hard. He wants you to get your focus off your problem and get it on him. Mm -hmm. That he is your reward. You need to focus on God. Instead of focusing on your financial problem, your your spiritual problem, your emotional problem, your relationship problem. You need to get your mind off the problems and start focusing first on God. Because God is the only one who can change your problem. He's the only one. So let's see what begin to happen with Abraham. Before we go into right. the um, verse 4, I also wanted to share that as we begin to read the scripture, you started to notice that the Bible says that the word of the Lord came to Abram. Or the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. <clears throat> I don't want us to overlook that because like it's just some ancient ways that God talked to people. God still talks today. The only thing that separates us from God is sin. And so... Yes, God can still God can talk to you. He can he talks you through situations. He can talk through talk to you through dreams. He can talk to you to vision through vision. So this is a time where he came to um, the Lord. I mean, he came to Abram through a vision. God talks to us all the time. This is why how we can deliver you the word. We're not preaching to to you what the book of um, Golden. Or the book of Jason, we're telling you the book, the great book, which is the Bible, of real situations that happen, that happen from the beginning of time is still happening now and will happen even after we're gone. So um, we, I just wanted to piggyback on that. So verse 4 says, Then the word of the Lord came to him, This man will be your heir. Will not. I'm sorry, this man will not be your heir. I'm sorry, just, just a little gleam here. Then the word of the Lord came to him, this man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. Now check this out. God responded to his concern. My God. God said, I know you're seeing your problem and you think it's going to turn out one way, but let me give you a different perspective. This person is not going to inherit your wealth. Mm -hmm. So immediately what God began to do? God changed his vision. Mm. See, a lot of us, we're in problems, situations in your life, and you see it a certain way. That's your vision, right? If you're looking at your problem, I'll never, like, like this, I'll give you an example. I'll never make it out of the situation. That's your vision towards your situation. That doesn't mean that's God's vision in your situation. That's your vision. Because you're looking at your own ability. Right. You're not looking at God. Why did God tell Abraham, I'm your great reward? I'm your reward. First off, God wanted to get his eyes off Abraham and get his eyes on God, where nothing is impossible. And as soon as Abraham began to get his eyes off a situation on God, then God began to talk to him. See, some of us, God can't talk to you because your eyes is and your vision is focused on you. God can't talk to you. He can't talk to you about your relationships because you're looking at how your ex cheating on you. So you can't trust God concerning bringing you a mate. <laughs> That's true. You, you, <laughs> you're looking at how 
Oh, she cheated on me on my birthday. And God's like, uh, but the queen I want to give you, uh, she's, she's, I know who she is and she's praying for you, for her future husband right now, but you're focused on your, your, your hurts and your pain. Uh-oh. See, some of us don't even think that God moves like that. Before I met my wife, I, I was, God puts, would put in my heart to pray for your future wife. I didn't know I was praying about her. Lord, and I bet at that time I needed some so, prayer, so, so, so God, who doesn't dwell in time, was, was giving my vision on him as I was sacrificing for God. Oh, this is good. Hallelujah. <laughs> this is good. And that's the reward that comes the, out of it. I'm sorry, go ahead. So, 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 see, Abraham, God had to tell Abraham, he's not going to be your heir. He's not going to inherit your wealth. Get your, get your mind off yourself, Abraham. I got this under control. Mm. Get, take your hands off your life and let me stay in control. Hallelujah. I feel the anointing on that. And some of us, that's a word for you. See, you're too much in control. You, 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 you want to see you it. Wanna you want to see it. feel it. You want it to happen right away. Yeah, you, you, you want to be in control. You're, it's your vision. But God wants to give you a new perspective Hallelujah. on your life. Hallelujah. So that's what happened with Abraham. And another thing with Abraham, God made very clear, Abraham, you're living a life of, life, life of sacrifice. You're following my law. Don't forget that I'm a God who, who, who uh, enforces my law, that if you're following the law of sacrifice, what makes you think I won't give you your reward? Yeah. So, so there's always a reward with the sacrifice. So let's move on. Go ahead. Amen. All right. Verse five, right? He took him outside and said, look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them, then he said to him, oh my God. If indeed you can count them, then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. Abraham, Abraham believed the Lord and he credited to him as righteousness. So if you notice, God said because he believed in God and what God said, God found it as good. He found it as righteousness. In other words, God blessed him for that. And when you believe and you follow God's laws and you sacrifice, that's a lifestyle of faith. It's a lifestyle of believing God. And God sees that as righteous. Right, you remain in right standing with him. He sees that as a great thing. And he's pleased with you. Let's move on to the next verse and we'll close we, out. Yeah, as we go on to the next verse, I want to share this as well. Now here it is. Abraham was 75. And he was like, well, Lord, you know, you done gave me a full life. I'm, I, I, I'm concerned about my, uh, my heir. And here he is at 75 and the Lord say, let me, God, you know, let me take you out to the, to the uh, outside and, and just look at the, the stars in the sky. If you can count them, that, that's how many children you're going to have. That's impossible. That is a reward for, 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 a, for a man of God who just asks God for one child. The personality of God says, I'm not just going to give you one child. You're going to have a child as many as the stars, children as, as many as the stars in the sky. Now, God is an, like, so that shows that God is an abundant God. God is a supernatural God. He likes to blow our minds. Oh, he loves people who say they don't believe in God, in him, boy, because he will, he will show them. I said the same thing. And now I'm here preaching the word. <laughs> Praise God, man. So here it is. Um, just the power of the word of the Lord. So um, we're going to close out. So we're going to close out on this last verse. And I hope you're writing down these scriptures and going over them. So let's, let's, uh, let's see. Now we're going to see his reward show up. Yes. Go ahead. Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah. As he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Go ahead. Mm, mm, mm. 
Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age, at, at the very time God had promised him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore him. When his son Isaac was eight years old, Abraham circumcised him as God commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born him. So you mean to tell me he almost waited, what, 30 years, almost 30 years, 25 years, for that promise to come to pass? Yeah, many years. <clears throat> and that's, that's to seven, right? Um, one more, two more scriptures, two more um, verses. Uh, all the way to verse seven. seven. Sarah said, God has brought me laughter. And everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, who would have said to Abraham and Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. So, and, and check this out. And, and Abraham and Sarah lived long enough to see their child, their child, uh, uh, reached all the way to 40 years old so yep, they live long they, they, after they that. live long lives and blessed so but what am i trying to highlight i'm not saying that it would take that long for you right <laughs> but i'm just showing you an example how the promise took place but and and but they followed the laws of god and the system that god had in place and god brought to pass his word god brought his promise at the right time and for some of us out there you got to understand that that there's a reward system god has mm -hmm. if you've been sacrificing god has a reward for you mm -hmm. and it's not just one time it's a lifestyle mm -hmm. it's a lifestyle of sacrifice reward sacrifice reward and as you begin to follow after god see like give an example with my marriage and me and my wife you know we have our reward in marriage but god's not finished with us yet we're, there's still there's still things that we've sac well, we're still sacrificing for the next level of the rewards of God. Mm -hmm. We've seen many different rewards over the years, but we're just I just wanted to highlight God's system here, because when you follow the system God has in place, you start to reap the rewards of God's system and God's kingdom. So if you want to see God move in any area spiritually, financially. Uh, uh, emotion, whatever you gotta sacrifice. Start praying about Lord, what do I need to sacrifice to see you move in this area of my life? And God will begin to show you His glory and His power. So that's the word for today. But for all those watching, you know, we want to give an opportunity for you to come into God's kingdom, His reward system. First, He wants to reward you with eternity. If you're not saved and you never asked Jesus Christ in your heart in your life, just pray with me right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. I ask you to forgive me for my sins and to uh, uh, set me free from all unrighteousness. I believe that you died on the cross and rose again on the third day. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior today in Jesus' name. Amen. And you're saved right now. You know, so, so, and if you prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. We want to hear that you have prayed the, the prayer of salvation, the sinner's prayer to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We have some free resources for you. We want to see you grow. But uh, we already prayed the prayer for repentance. But um, I hope you are blessed today. And you took to heart what we, sh what these, this part two message. And you look and listen to part one, how about God's reward system. God wants you to come into this system because he has rewards for you. He's taking you on a journey and he wants you to grow and he wants you to go to the next level in your life. And before we go, remember, ultimately God wants a relationship with you. He wants to love you. He wants to be your father. Some of you don't have fathers or mothers. God wants to be that number one in your life. And he's such a loving loving father who is constantly has his arms stretched wide so we thank you so much for watching until then y'all next time sunday 11 30 eastern standard time 
we're always here we're always available give us a shoot us a dm you have our email and um enjoy the rest of your week right. and remember tell somebody about jesus this week we want to hear from you and uh, have a blessed one okay Mwah. all right y'all take care <laughs> bye